Hi everybody. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm literally the worst. It's been so long since I've been on this on the on the pod, guys. I'm sorry. It's just life has been a little psychotic, if you will. Um, but I am so excited to be back. Uh, welcome back to the Loud Gal Podcast. If you're new around here, my name's Emily. Um, started this podcast just for funsies. And so now is a perfect time for me to hop on here because guys, so much has happened. Oh my Lord. I cannot wait to dive into three specific things that are going on in my life right now or did go on. Um, but first, how are you guys doing? Uh, let's do our rosebud, petal, and thorn for the week. Um, first I want to start with my pedal of the week is that um, I have been going to spin class a lot. Um, I went Saturday, Sunday, Friday last week, and then I'm going again tonight, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Saturday. So I'm really excited. Um, I've been home, so that's kind of been nice. I'm home for Christmas. So that's kind of a nice little reset for me. Long Beach is great. I just needed a minute to get away, um, and then, yeah, my thorn is that, and I'll get into this more in a little, actually, no, I was, I was, that's another thorn, that was last week's thorn, this week's thorn is just that I'm feeling really tired because we redid my entire room, uh, my, at my house, um, this past weekend, I'm really, really tired from that, and then next step is to help my sister with her room, so, uh, Yes, I'm feeling a little tired from that. And it's, you know, Christmas shopping, everything like that. Just a little little tie-tie, but it's okay. We'll get through it. Um, and then my rosebud is, of course, Christmas is next week. So I'm very excited for that. And also, um, I'm very excited to just continue pushing um, through my December stuff that's going on. And I'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, I'm just very excited to um, just continue to be excited for Christmas and I'm also having a little uh, gingerbread making competition with a few of my friends this weekend so I'm so pumped for that um yeah okay so let me dive into something that has just this is why my life has been crazy again I'm really sorry I haven't been on the pod um it's just been life's been a little crazy and uh you know Jesus really do be testing me but it's okay um first things first I wasn't really able to talk about this at first because it's a little touchy um but heck this is the podcast that I created for this reason is to kind of express myself and be real and everything like that first thing that happened was I finally was able to drop my sorority and let me let me explain so this year 2020 has just been insane am I right like there's just been a lot of diversity but not the good kind like it's been a lot of um or not I guess not diversity a uh, diversion I guess or division that's the word I'm looking for division not not the first two um and so due to all this division based on what political party you're a part of a lot of my friendships have been hurt a lot of the groups that I've been a part of have fallen apart um because of something as silly as politics um, FYI, spoiler alert, there's more to life than politics. 2021 isn't a huge election year, so I just want to let y'all know that it's, you know, those of you that you dropped because they voted differently than you, I want you to know that maybe that wasn't the wisest decision to make, all I'm going to say, because I think it's more loving others and loving them despite whether they agree with you or not is more important than 
you or that person being right and that's period um so with this sorority situation I'm not going to be saying which sorority I'm a part of um neither will I be dropping any names because I am one don't want to be shallow and two um I have more respect for them and I have uh more respect for myself and for the school that I go to so I just don't want to drop names or anything but my sorority um my school is a very is more of a liberal school because it's in LA County so um nothing wrong with that okay let me just throw that out there nothing wrong with that I love the school I love going there it's great um but this particular sorority during the election got a little out of hand and I know like I'm not the only one in this like I guess there's been a lot of sororities that are kicking members out or bullying them out or anything like that um or members choosing to leave due to a lot of bullying that is going on within the sororities and fraternity system um for me this is my personal story that I'm going to share on behalf of me so let's get into it so this was the week before the election and it was oh no it was the day before because we had a chapter meeting that Monday election was Tuesday um so that was the second we had a chapter meeting basically kind of laying out uh that and I had watched a lot of stories on my Instagram from girls in my sorority that were saying if you vote for this person I'm not friends with you anymore you suck you are the worst go f yourself blah 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 really vulgar and very hardcore language being used, um, making it a little hostile, making it a little, well, little is an understatement. Um, obviously, it's mean, it's unkind, it's not, it's not cool, period. And on that Monday, our risk, or um, the, I think it was our diversity and inclusion chairs talked, and they said that um, you know, we don't want to see those posts. Life is already hard enough in the year 2020. I mean, there's a big pandemic going on and, you know, things are a lot different. A lot of schools are not in person. Everyone's quote unquote normal is not normal anymore. Everything is really out of whack. Everyone's in this limbo of just the same thing every day. It's hard. Okay. Like everyone's going through it. Everyone's going through something, whether it's pandemic related or not. Um, so there should be that mutual respect that it's not, I get it, hurt people hurt people, but at the end of the day, like, that, I, that should not even be an excuse anymore, like, being mean to other people is not cool, period, and no matter how hurt you are, you should take that hurt and turn it into love, because someone did you wrong doesn't mean you need to go and do other people wrong, um, and so they basically kind of said it as that, and the very next day was the election, um, and I saw more posts like that. I posted things about just, you know, it doesn't matter who you vote for as long as you are friends at the end of it and that you are both mature enough to overcome your differences. I think that's where the power lies and that's where true unity, um, happens for our nation. And people were getting upset with me for that. And then I posted something that spoke more to the side that I, uh, voted for, on that Friday, so the election had already taken place, um, they were counting the ballots, whatever, and I had one girl go into my DMs, and she said, you sound dumb as F, and I said, sent back the bitmoji, and that's, you know, not the first time I've been sent vulgar things, but it kind of hurt a little bit, because this is my sorority sister, and, um, I just sent back my bitmoji that said, love ya, 
And then I just kept trying to tell her. She kept trying to, like, attack me, saying that I'm dumb, I don't know anything, that I have this whole brand as a white savior, blah, 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 blah. And I just kept trying to affirmate her, like, I don't want to get into this with you because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's right. Both of us casted our votes. We did what we could. And it's really up to our nation's leaders to decide um, who is going to be taking that office in January. And um, you're my sorority sister at the end of the day. And that's more important to me than either one of us voting, quote unquote, correctly, even though there is no such thing as voting right. OK, there's no right type of voting. It's if you vote, you've done your job correctly because you have, as an American citizen, a right and a freedom to vote. And um, that's that. Like, I just don't understand still how you can tell someone that they voted wrong. But uh, that's just me. So then I had more girls swiping up into my DM saying that I was being racist and being super ignorant and I was not for diversity, that I was misogynistic, all this stuff, basically generalizing me into the type of party that I had voted for. And so, and I think I just kind of gave it away with that, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to be silenced. Um, And then I had my sorority sisters, they censored me and said you need to delete this post it's hurting people's feelings blah 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 blah. but I so I mean I did I'm I was under social media contract so I had to do it if I didn't I would have gotten in trouble and if I still refused to take the picture down I would have had faced getting um kicked out of my sorority so I was kind of in a really sticky situation and so I kind of just played it safe I deleted Instagram for the weekend after receiving a lot of like harassment in my dms and a lot of really unkind words just being bullied down to like nothing at that point and so um I just stood in the background I kind of just did my own thing um I told my parents about it obviously and they were really upset and really disappointed that the members in my sorority would let that happen to me um that it would escalate that far and nothing would be done to those who like were bullying me and not only me but there was like a couple of other girls that were getting bullied but they just didn't say anything because like in in my that particular sorority that I was a part of like you kind of just got bullied into being and thinking the same way as everybody else and that's it's not cool to do that like it's I don't know I just and I feel like this is really like hard for me to kind of like dance around the idea that like it was okay for them to whatever, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings that was in that particular sorority, but, I mean, all in all, like, this particular sorority stood for the beauty and power within diversity, and diversity doesn't mean just, like, A and B, but not C. Like, it includes all the letters of the alphabet, not just 13 out of 26 letters, you know what I mean? Like, so, um... I was very disappointed in the way that things were handled and um, they were trying to kind of like get me to apologize to keep the peace because there were so many different meetings that took place and I took it upon myself not to go because I figured it would be um, a bad idea because I would probably just get like roasted to no end and I also um, spent a lot of time just standing up for myself when need be. But, I mean, and then it wasn't, like, all the girls in there were awful, okay? Like, this is probably maybe, like, uh, I don't know, maybe eight or nine out of, like, I don't know, 60 to 70. But still, there was just a lot of girls that didn't stick up for me 
when I thought they would. And then there was also like girls that just justified everyone's behavior because that was just quote unquote who they are. But that's really, again, another really bad excuse for um, letting people be mean and unkind to each other. And so long story short, I had a meeting with the president, told her I was done. I can't believe that you guys would hold a double standard like this, that it's okay for me. It's it's not okay for me to post what I believe, but it's okay for them to post mean things about me and bully me and that you guys won't do anything about it. So I am done. I don't want to be a part of a group that's like that. Um, I have more dignity than that, more self-respect. And um, yeah, like it was fine when I was in it, but it's just really disappointing to see that my sisters didn't stick up for me and neither did they do anything to help me. I had to do this all on my own and I was can't believe I was fighting against my sisters of all people. So that was really heartbreaking because I was so excited about it. I was really trying to get into it and there was just so much like hostility and oh it was just awful. So for two weeks I had to wait it out because they said well what if you change your mind? Well I my mind was pretty much made up and then I signed the paperwork and all that stuff and now I'm out Um, but that was really tough guys. Like that was a month long of just being harassed and being posted about saying that I'm a dumb hoe, all this stuff, like things that like, I would not believe like people would actually say to one another as adults too. Like we're all in our twenties. Like I thought, I don't know. I thought we were past that. So that was really tough. Um, we've recovered from that. Uh, and then I went to, so that was number one, a life, little, little life update right there. Number two, this one happened just recently. There's two kind of like not so great things, and then there's one really great thing that I'm doing in my life right now. So guys, just hold on, okay? I'm just, this is me venting, okay? I, this is what the pod is for. Um, so the second thing that happened was I went to uh, San Luis Obispo, oh my gosh San Luis Obispo last week to visit my best friend and um we had this really fun trip planned we were gonna go to San Francisco uh Wednesday Thursday and then we were gonna drive back down to slow and then go home together um in Orange County and so you know first two days are great Monday Tuesday we're having a great time we're you know I don't know we were just doing fun stuff and then Wednesday we got up at the book crack of dawn drove up to San Francisco. It was about a three and a half hour drive from San Luis Obispo. And we spent the whole day there. We went to Mission Dolores Park, the Painted Ladies. We went to all these fun places. And then we get to our last stop of the day and then we were going to just crack open a bottle of wine and call it a day because we had been up for so uh, since 5 a.m., right? So we go to this place called Twin Peaks and I'm only dropping the name because do not come here okay bad things bad vibes there was um at Twin Peaks San Francisco there's a really great lookout um literally like so so beautiful you can see the entire city you can see the ocean oh my god it's beautiful it's a great sunset spot however we I don't know why we decided to do this so this was also partially our fault but we left our stuff in the car um I had noticed that there was glass on the floor but I didn't think anything of it for some reason because I just put too much trust into the world sometimes and so we're gone max 10-15 minutes um we come back down to the car and my friend goes 
So someone broke into my car. The front window on the driver's side is completely smashed. Both of our purses are gone with everything in it. Um, we really just had what was on our person, which was like jackets, phones, keys, and a camera. I was like shook. I didn't know what to think. And I don't know why I was so naive to think, well, are you sure they took our stuff? I just, I don't know. But then I did see another car with their window broken. And then this lady pulls up and asks, are we okay? And um, she had her own family and everything like that. And we said, yeah, maybe it's best if you just kind of turn around and go home because, like, we just got our stuff stolen. Like, this is awful. And I remember, like, my friend was just, like, didn't really know what to do. She was kind of just in shock, like, the wide-eyed deer and headlight situation. And I told her, I don't know, guys, this is so weird. I don't know why, like, my, my irrational brain completely shuts off and my rational brain goes into overdrive. So, I mean, in really, like, high stressful situations like this. So, thank God for that. Um, I said... I need to first get all this big chunks of glass out of the window so it doesn't follow me when I close the door. I'm driving. We're going back to the hotel so we can get our stuff and go back to uh, San Luis Obispo tonight because it's only like 6 o'clock. And so I said, we can do this. Um, call your uh, call your banks. Call uh, your mom. And then um, I want you to call my mom and we'll call the police and all this stuff so we're trying to get all this situated I'm literally like driving like a maniac in the city um but yeah so that happened and then we had to drive back in the freezing cold it was literally like 40 degrees when we were driving we didn't have a window we're all bundled up and we were like oh my gosh like are you kidding me but guys I don't know why I kept thinking like while I was there, maybe God was protecting us or something, because the whole time we were in San Francisco, I just had such weird vibes, like, I didn't feel safe at all, I didn't feel, like, secure, it just felt super weird the whole time, so I was like, what is happening, like, why am I feeling this way, I want to enjoy myself, but there's just literally, like, something is just going on that I, like, can't see, but it, it feels weird, so we're driving back, and I remember we just played worship music the whole way back because we were like, the only thing we can do is praise God that our lives are still here, that we're still here because like our stuff is replaceable, but we weren't. And later on when I did some research about that particular spot, I had noticed a lot of stories about how there are people that literally got robbed off their person. They got beat up and then they're just, they, the people that stole our stuff stole there other people's stuff just right off the person and like didn't care at all what the damage was like to that person um we could have caught the person in the act and they could have like shot us for all we know I don't know it's just so thankful to Jesus that we were okay and that I mean our stuff is all replaceable everything they stole they didn't they didn't use our cards before we canceled them to praise God for that um we were able to renew our like order new licenses insurance cards debit cards everything like that um but you know you still feel really like violated and you don't it's not a good time it's not you know we had to pay somehow for gas and we didn't really have the means of doing that so we were kind of just you know we were in correlation with our parents the whole time and um yeah so anyways we're worshiping Jesus the whole way back because I was like Sam you know it sucks that we got our stuff taken from us and I literally feel like I'm stripped down to nothing I literally didn't even have identification on myself but I was like 
we it could have been so much worse like it we I don't know why but I just feel like we need to praise God for what we have like we literally like we still have a car and we still have the clothes on our back we still are like in 100% good condition like healthy strong we're good and as we're worshiping I remember God like we were both just like so angry and we're obviously upset we're disappointed we you know we are sad that our trip got cut short because of some jerks that you know just had to steal our stuff but I mean my mom's always told me you know if someone steals your stuff it means they need it more than you do and you know I don't think this situation was an exception I I think they maybe needed it I don't know but uh when we're driving back and we're listening to all these really like banger worship songs right and I just remember like seeing an image of me and Sam running over to Jesus and he just like scoops us up in his arms and holds us so tight like I just I remember it vividly like it was just so incredibly beautiful and I lost I started crying like it was just so incredibly beautiful um and then the aftermath of everything like I left the next day from slow so I can come home I'm not driving longer without a license and I came home to like order uh or to get my new cards and everything like that I went to the DMV the next day all this stuff um so that was something that I was dealing with the last uh couple of weeks now's the good stuff sorry that's kind of a damper I'm not trying to be negative I was listening to anything goes by Emma Chamberlain and um her podcast and she said in one of her podcasts like it sounds like I'm being really negative but I'm just being honest and you know what that's what I'm doing guys I'm just being honest okay like yeah I'm an Enneagram type 7 and we're supposed to be super positive and optimistic all the time and for the most part I am but there are some days where I'm like I just have to admit because it's healthy that sometimes life sucks booty cheeks and that's that all right like of course life on earth isn't going to be perfect because like it's an imperfect world it's an it's an evil world if you know if you will and so I just want to thank God for just saving me out of so many different situations that could have been so much worse um and so December 1st rolls around and I had made this decision in July and I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram you've seen I've been posting all about December. So I kind of want to dive into that because December is super cool, okay? If you haven't heard of it, December is an organization that advocates for human trafficking that happens worldwide. Um just to drop a little bit of some facts on you, uh dress uh Human trafficking is the number one leading revenue in the world. It actually rent um gets a hundred each trafficker gets about a hundred fifty billion dollars. It's a wait, how much is it? I think it's like each trafficker gets I posted it the other day. Um go check out that post. It's on one of my posts, but they get a big lump sum of money. Um the human trafficking industry as a whole is about a hundred fifty billion dollars worth of um humans being sold and bought at prices um for either labor trade, um domestic trade or sex trade. Um if you don't know what those are, sex trade is when you are being sold and bought for sexual purposes. Um at this point, I have seen age ranges anywhere between infancy all the way up until you're well into your 80s and 90s. Um most pro- it's most predominantly seen in the infancy to uh about mm, 30s maybe 
um, you are bought and sold for uh, intercourse, um, pornography videos, etc. Way more that I probably won't get into just because it is kind of a R-rated situation. But I want to be real with you guys about these things that are happening. Um, and the domestic trade is when you are being... Um, I believe, and you guys can fact check me on this, it's when you are in domestic servitude, so it's almost like a in-the-home master-slave situation. Um, that still happens very much this day, not only just in places where you would assume it would happen, where, I don't even know, like Middle East, um, uh, Africa, even China, but it happens in America too, and it's actually America is the number one leading country for human trafficking. Um, and so then there's also, um, the labor trade, which is you're being bought and sold to make products, um, whether it's clothing, uh, coffee, um, shoes, uh, car parts, any, really everything that we use in our day to day, you are bought and sold to, to make those things at way, 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 way below minimum wage. If you get paid anything at all. Um, these are mainly, I feel like I see them happening more so in Asia and like Southeast Asia. Um, but it's happening all over the world. So that kind of gives you a, an idea of how many different types there are of human trafficking. Um, again, the leading industry in, um, the world, it is the number one leading revenue in the entire world. Like it doesn't matter what anyone else says, like this is true, like $150 billion dollars. Are you kidding me? That is insane. So disgusting. But I wanted to kind of dive into Dressember because I love that they are advocating to bring aid financially to people that are survivors of human trafficking. I personally have worked um, hands-on and I've been in community with and spent time with people that were in the sex trade um, when I was a senior in high school and they were all they were all girls and these girls had age their ages were about 13 to 18 and some of them were born into it um i know one girl had told me she was born into the sex trafficking ring um because her own mother was the leader of it and then another girl said that she started getting groomed about 13 years old when she started and then she uh, when i met her she was about 15 so um yes it is very heartbreaking and um, I feel really honored to be a part of something bigger than just everything else that's going on in my life. I feel really honored to be part of making a difference in this world. Um, so my, my, that's my reasoning for doing Dress Ember. I felt like, I felt like back then I was felt so hopeless. Like this world is just so evil and so dark and there was nothing I could do to make it better. But then I watched a few of my friends from church they started wearing a dress every day in December and I said, that's super weird. Like, why are they doing that? But then I started looking around and it was like, oh my gosh, you're doing Dress Ember. And so this organization of Dress Ember, they um, are paired up and partnered up with different human trafficking uh, organizations like International Justice Mission and A21 and I think Our Rescue, I think that one, I'm not sure. But I know A21 and IJM for sure. They partner up with them so that they are able to um, have more resources to put that money towards. So, for example, 
um, when you donate, say you donate $45, that's enough to cover one person's trauma therapy. Um, so there's just so many different things. It's like $300 for a um, awareness training, $105 for a trial fee. So a lot of the money goes to different um, like sections, and it's about a $6,400 fee to go and do the rescue mission and based off of dress embers the last i checked it was i think it was december 8th 7th or 8th they had raised already a million dollars so with that um the 6400 fee to rescue they could rescue about 277 victims with that money that was presented a week ago so that's insane like that is crazy to me um so I'm just so blessed to be a part of something that is really, it's so heartbreaking and I'm just so feeling so blessed to bring a voice to the voiceless and bring a listening ear to those who need someone to listen, believe them and just be real. Um, but yeah, so through my own personal dress ember fund, I have already raised $379 out of 500, which is such a God thing. And it's only halfway through December. Um, man, so it's just been super cool. I've been wearing a dress every day. I haven't skipped a day. Um, I did my home reno in my home, in my dress, um, went up to the super cold San Francisco weather in a dress. So, uh, guys, it's, great. I'm feeling really strong. I'm going really strong in this. And today I was actually doing a Bible study by myself. I went to Bodie Leaf Coffee. Holla! We love Bodie Leaf. Um, and I was reading Jeremiah 1. And I just want to read it to you guys because if you guys are in this situation that I was in at one point where you just feel like you're not doing enough or you feel like God hasn't called you to do something or you feel like God has called you to do something but you don't know what, um, I want you to step into this because I'm stepping into this right now and it's feeling kind of, it's kind of scary but I'm excited because I know that God is with me and he's guiding me and I know he'll do the same for you. So hear me out. Jeremiah 1, 4 through 10 and 17 through 19. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and plant. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say, for, say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them or I, will be, I, or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you but will not overcome you, for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord." How freaking lit is that, guys? Like, he's for us, and he's never against us. Like, if God's for us, who can be against us? So in this time of doing Dress Ember, I've just been so empowered by this message, and this was definitely the pick-me-up that I needed. If you are in a similar situation where you feel like 2020 has just gotten the best of you, you feel like 
Life is just getting the best of you. You can't keep going. I want you to listen to that verse again. Read it. Look it up on your own if you want. Text me. DM me. Call me. I'll come get you. I don't even care. Like, we we are in this together, okay? And so, um, I'm just feeling, like, very, like, like, a lot of people needed to hear that. So I pray that that sticks with you and that you um, take some time to reflect on that. I know that I'm going to be doing loads of reflecting on that um, passage because it oh, just slapped, guys. It's so good. I think that's it for now. I know this is kind of a shorter pod, even though it's really not. It's like 30 minutes. But um, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always encouraging me in the podcast. Um, you guys are so incredible in every single way, shape, and form. Um, I don't really see myself doing another podcast for a little bit just because Christmas is coming around the corner, but who knows? Maybe I'll come back next week on, uh, after the Christmas and I don't know, surprise you guys. I don't know. So, uh, I love you guys and I just want to thank you guys so much for who, um, like just letting me be me. I don't know. This is such a sappy, like such a sappy pod, but it's all right. Um, all right. If you guys have any ideas, questions, or comments, uh, feel free to DM me at Emily N. Sato at, on Instagram. You can Snapchat me, Emily Sato 4 And, um, I don't use Twitter anymore. I have thoroughly decided, so I'm not going to drop that Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> uh, if you would like my number, feel free to slide into one of those two things, Snapchat or Instagram, and I will hand it over to you so we can be in connect, uh, be in connection and be in community since apparently we're in lockdown again. So, um, yeah, I just, I love you guys so much and I'm so, so grateful for you guys and everyone who has donated to my dress ember fund. You have no idea how much that means to me. Um, you guys are the ones making the, the difference then. Um, and all that money that you are donating is creating a difference in someone else's life. So I just want to thank you guys so much for that. And you guys are really freaking cool. Okay. Love y'all. I'll see y'all in the next podcast. And I actually would appreciate lots of ideas because I am running out of ideas. All right. I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye.